live from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead-end destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand-up, God-fearing, God-loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. Ladies and gentlemen, hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Live from America here on LFA TV. This is Live from America. I want to thank you all very much for being here. I am you're ever so humbled, God-fearing and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, broadcasting, as always, from the live, free, or die granite state of New Hampshire, and it is a pleasure to be here with you guys. Thank you all so very much. This Live from America family is growing uh, leaps and bounds, uh, and you know what I love mostly about uh, the, the, the network, uh, now that we're establishing a ground game here, is the fact that every one of the show hosts... Talk about whatever it is that they're reporting on. There is no, like, continuity of, well, Jeremy just covered this. Now Mike Crispy just covered this. Now Kevin Smith just covered this. Now Man in America just covered this. Now, you know, uh, Anna Perez just covered this. No, we all cover a, a wide variety of topics. So whether it is political or social or cultural, uh, you're getting a wide variety of different information here on Live from America. And I think the great thing about this is, is that there's something for everybody. You know, not everybody that watches my shows, uh, my show uh, Live from America or my show Rise Up, you know, watches, uh, say, Un, uh, Unafraid or, or Moody with Isabella. And people who watch their shows may not watch my shows. That is the beauty of having diversity, folks. And especially if you're doing it under the name of, uh, of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, then you're always walking uh, the right path. Amen? Uh, I like the new guy today a lot. Well, thank you very much. His name is Seth Holeshouse, and you can actually find him, uh, Man in America, on Rumble. A great guy, and uh, he, he's not going to be a, an LFA TV host. He's just airing his show here as a way to, uh, to, get, the, to get the show out there. So I, I really like him. He's got a very calm demeanor, very smart guy. Uh, right up our alley, wants to stay completely independent, just like we do, and, you know, you can't beat that, right? So, um, big shout-out to him. Now, I want to go to the Rumble chat. Big shout-out to Kong for $5, Rumble ranting, understanding the importance of keeping Eli uh, <laughs> uh, keeping Eli uh, employed. Uh, it's truly groundbreaking reporting. It's wonderful. Thank you. Says, hey, thank you, Ricky. I appreciate that. Uh, Debbie from Georgia, she said that she has been watching for years She's been watching me since the backyard days on Facebook and never got a shout out. So Debbie from Georgia, I love you. Mwah. Shout out to you, my dear. And thank you for watching. Tom Schaefer, thank you as well. You know what, folks, since we're doing this, let's just pop on the Rumble chat right now. 
Let's just get to the meat and potatoes of things right now, and then we'll go to the cold open video. How about that? We've got Julie from Arizona watching. Tom, Lord Fishy, Amanda, good to see you. Uh, Kellyett and Betty, thank you for joining in. Kong, as always, definitely my brother. Thank you. Uh, Meemaw, Becky is watching. Good to see you. Uh, Miguel, how you doing, Miguel Ortiz? Thank you for joining in tonight. Dautet, good to see you. Uh, so many. And I enjoyed his show. Well, thank you very much. I'll let him know that. Shout me out. Dimitri from the great state of Arizona. We're going to be talking about Arizona tonight. Happy birthday, Julie. Thank you very much for saying happy birthday. I didn't know it was somebody's birthday. Debbie Graham, Lima, not Lima. Been there. Know that area very well. Stayed there a few times. Uh, I guess I don't know it too well, but uh, I have been there a few times. Uh, Dries Monkey from North Carolina, North Kakalaki. Darlene from Michigan. Sandy from Minnesota. How you doing? Alex watching from Kansas. Kelly from South Carolina. Uh, Love Man in America says J.K. Alba. Thank you so very much. I do too. Um, Lisa. Good to see you, Lisa. Carrie from Michigan. Oh, look at a lot of Michigan in the house tonight, huh? Uh, from Nebraska watching, everybody, uh, definitely give a big shout out uh, to Rival Design. Uh, Darlene from Florida in the building and Carol in Ohio, shout me out. And of course, $5 Tuesday train from Liberty Shines, always on time. All right, we're going to go to this cold open video that, um, oh, by the way, how do you guys like the new structure of LFA TV? How do you like the host? How do you like the shows? How do you like the things we're adding? How do you like the changes that we're making? Let us know. Uh, my, my daughter and I will be catching up on as many emails as we possibly can uh, this week. And tomorrow, folks, we're supposed to have a major major snowstorm up here. We just got done getting a foot of snow. We're about to get another foot of snow, but it's also going to be followed by freezing rain and wind gusts up to 40 miles an hour. So I might not be here on tomorrow's Wednesday. I might not be here on Thursday. I guess we'll have to see. If I'm not here, don't worry. Somebody will fill in for me. LFA TV will still be going, okay? Let's go ahead and play this video now, which is Carrie Lake with, with our friend Joe Pags, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if you guys know who, who Joe Pags is, but uh, he's got a great show. I actually once thought about bringing him here on LFA TV, but he's, he's doing his own thing. So, But anyway, I want you to listen to this. This is Carrie Lake and what she expects to happen and what she sees coming up with these lawsuits. Check this what out. What they really should do if they're going to look at law is throw out Maricopa County. They throw the results of that county out. Now, what I would like to see happen is I don't want to see all those votes thrown away. I, don't want, I want people to be able to vote in Maricopa County. I don't want them punished because we have a couple of clowns running our elections by the name of Stephen Richer and Bill Gates. I don't want to see all of Maricopa County voters be punished because those two are corrupt and uh, incompetent. So I would like to see a redo of, of Election Day in, in Maricopa County. It's going to be up to the judge. They can either throw out Maricopa County altogether. They could redo Maricopa County. They could, uh, through math and analysis, figure out the percentage of, of votes that were invalid through uh, no chain of command and the percentage of votes that were coming in for Democrats versus Republicans and try to work that way. There are a lot of different ways to handle this, but we cannot have the election stand. The judge should declare me the rightful winner. I am the rightful winner. Amen. And we should move on and reclaim our government, our state government. It's been hijacked and stolen by a bunch of people who know this election was fraudulent. The cartels are running our state. I mean, it's think a, about this. Yeah. The guy who is in the Secretary of State's office right now, Adrian Fontes, was a cartel lawyer. The people of Arizona what didn't What is going on him. in Arizona? My God. 
they knew that MAGA was ta- America first patriots were winning. And that's what the people of Arizona want. They want secure borders. They want to get rid of the fentanyl that's pouring in here. They want to take care of and uh, lift up the homeless on our streets, get them back uh, into functioning citizens. They want to end the scourge of drugs. They want a smart education for their children. They want law and order restored and a reduction of crime on our streets. That's America first. And that's what the people of Arizona want. These other clowns. And I love Joe Pags and I love Carrie Lake. I love exactly what they said there. She's 100% right. And I'm just still praying that she gets justice, that she finally gets justice when she goes uh, for this trial. Now, here's the thing, folks. If Carrie Lake, let's just say a big if here. I don't even like throwing out this kind of pessimism. I, I don't see it as pessimism. I just see it as making sure that you've got your ducks in a row. For some reason, if Carrie Lake does not... Uh, get what uh, the justice that she so rightly deserves, then I fully, fully expect and would love to see her as Donald Trump's press secretary. Donald Trump's press secretary. I think that would be absolutely amazing. Uh, again, folks, uh, just remember, and we're going to be talking a little bit more about Arizona uh, at the ed- towards the end of the show, and you're not going to want to miss that. Groundbreaking news, okay? Groundbreaking news coming out of Arizona. But Uh, Again, this storm tomorrow, it's not about driving. I don't live very far from where I do, uh, where I have the studio. It's not about the driving, and my truck has four-wheel drive anyway. It's about no power. Uh, We're expected to have 40-mile-an-hour freezing rain, okay? So we're probably not going to have power. There probably won't be power anywhere. As long as there's power, I'm live, okay? There may not be power. There may not be internet. So that is why I may not be able to do the show, okay? Just so you know when that comes. Uh, Jeremy, did you talk about Missouri changing their election system today? No, we did not get to a lot of that, but we're carrying it over into tonight's show. So I got a jam-packed show for you guys. So let's get right to it, and let's get to the Lord right now. January 24th, year of our Lord, 2023. Though you lose everything else, if you gain my peace... You are rich indeed. Let that be a deep comfort to you, especially amid the many aspects of your life over which you have no control. My desire is to help you treasure my peace above everything else in the world, over cheap eggs, over money, over cars, over homes, over assets. My desire is to help you treasure my peace above everything else in the world. And peace, ladies and gentlemen, is the theme of LFA TV for the year 2023. Recognizing it as a supernatural gift bequeathed to my followers shortly before my death. From John 14, 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. John 14, 27. And from Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Do not be anxious about anything. Not elections, not court cases, not justice. God's got this. You're not going to do anything differently than it's already going to happen anyway. But in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, 
will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Philippians 4, 6, and 7. And before you turn out the light, when you feel at mercy of your cir- when you feel at the mercy of your circumstances, ask for my peace before you ask for anything else. Reminds me of that song, um, my, sin- my sins they are many, his mercy is more. My sins they are many, his mercy is more. Join me, ladies and gentlemen, in saying the Lord's Prayer. And yes, I got my hair cut today. It is cut. I'm trimmed up. I'm ready to go. Beard looking good. Hair looking somewhat good. Let's get to it. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. At one point today, I want to give some big shout outs and some big thanks to the people, the power of the people that fund this organization every single day with their hard-earned money. Uh, But before we get started, I do want to tell you, before we take our first slurp of the day, and while you guys are sharing the five platforms apiece and rumbling your little fingers off, uh, Seth from Man in America, he said, you want to know what's funny? I said, what's that? He said, I'm driving around in rural Ohio, rural O-H-I-O. He says, my neighbor pulls up next to me and says, hey, I heard your show or I watched your show on LFA TV. I've been watching Jeremy since his Facebook days. How often do we hear that? It's pretty amazing. But it's such a blessing that in rural Ohio, somebody went up to Seth Hole's house, who has Man in America, a very large audience on his own, and said, hey, I, I heard and watched you on LFA TV. I've followed Jeremy for years. I didn't know you were on there. And he's like, I didn't know you knew who Jeremy Harrow was. It's his neighbor. Incredible stuff. God is working in many ways. And like I titled the show today, God is shaking up the swamp. God is shaking up the evil. God is shaking up the world. And you and I are wearing the armor of God. And you and I are soldiers and um, soldiers of God and children of God. And folks, it's going to be a ride. I hope you're ready. I'm ready. I know that producer Eli is ready. And I know that this live free or die state that I reside in is ready. So let's get right to it. Pick up your cups and let's have our first slurp of the day, huh? Larry Rehas said, Jeremy, I received your Field of Greens gift. Thank you. You're welcome, brother. I love you. Oh, that was me. I'm Seth's neighbor. <laughs> there it is right there, Indie Girl. There it is right there, Indie Girl. Look at that. That was Seth's neighbor right there. How cool is that? In the chat. I didn't know Indie Girl was Seth's neighbor. See, folks, God is putting the right people together. God's putting the right people together. It's truly amazing. Let's get to it. Former Vice President Judas Mike Pence is found to also, ladies and gentlemen, have had classified documents in his home. Now, why do you think I titled the show the way I did today? Why do you think I titled the show the way I did today? God is shaking up the swamp. Do you remember when Jesus died and God shook the whole of the earth? And the big, uh, you know, tapestry there, whatever it's called, ripped in half. God's doing the same thing right now, folks. It's really, really actually pretty amazing to see what's happening. There is definitely a shaking taking place at the highest level of the swamp. 
And I want to, well, I want to get into this story. And then after this story, uh, we will play a clip. <sighs> Why I love the internet. The internet never forgets. Former Vice President Mike Pence. Let's get into this. And once again, Mike Pence saves the day for Joe Biden and the Democrats, folks. Mike Pence was rummaging around his home and found classified documents that he took with him as vice president. Isn't that weird? I'm rummaging around my home. Eli, have you ever rummaged around your home and found something that you shouldn't have had? No, No, me neither. Me neither. I've never rummaged around my home and found something that I should not have had. Eli, have you ever rummaged around your home and found something that could land you in jail for years? Nope, me neither. Eli says he hasn't, and I haven't either. It's amazing. It is absolutely incredible how these people just rummage around and they find things. I'm just rummaging around. Do you know the difference between Donald Trump's classified documents and Judas Mike Pence's documents and Joe Biden's documents? Donald Trump's documents were behind lock and key. Lock and key. Guess where your uh, documents are? Not if you're just rummaging behind lock and key. Duh. (laughs) You know what I mean? You cannot be rummaging. You cannot be rummaging around and find classified documents that are behind lock and key. And that is the difference between Donald Trump and that is the difference between Joe Biden and Mike Pence. Those two, Mike Pence and Joe Biden, former vice presidents, whether, whether we believe that Barack Hussein Obama's um, executive order of 2009, giving a vice president the ability to declassify documents, which, by the way, nobody knew until today when Whoopi, Whoopi Cushion Goldberg put out the information. Isn't it weird that Donald Trump didn't have that information, guys? Isn't it very odd that President Donald Trump, who had access to all the classified information on planet Earth, isn't it weird that he, up until today, didn't even know that a vice president had the ability to declassify documents? I'm wondering if it's even true. I'm wondering how, I wonder what the validity of that 2009 executive order actually is. Long story short, these two former vice presidents did not have classified documents behind lock and key secured, and Donald Trump did. So no matter how many times that Morning Mika and Slow Joe tell you and, 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 and Whoopi Cushion Goldberg and The View and CNN say, well, this is very different than Donald Trump. Donald Trump was very non-cooperative. He didn't have to be cooperative. Joe Biden and Mike Pence had to be cooperative. Donald J. Trump did not have to be. He definitely was not in question. But don't you think it's weird that all these classified documents are all of a sudden a thing? Mike Pence was rummaging around his house and found classified documents. How? I have a video here. Let's see if I can... uh, This is it right here. I want to play this video. This is on CNN. I want you to listen to this. You take any classified documents with you from the White House? Uh, I, I did not. I did not. Sorry for the loading there. Um, do you see any reason for anyone to take classified documents with them leaving the White House? Well, there'd be no reason to have classified documents, particularly if they were in an unprotected area. Ooh, like rummaging? Uh, well, there were classified documents, and they were in, as you report, an unprotected area. Right. Uh, 
Well, there you go, says the Communist News Network, trying to hold on to its ratings by telling a little bit of the truth every now and then. Did you take classified documents? Nope. You sure? Bring no reason to. What are you talking about? Look, I'm here to screw up, to screw up my job as vice president and to rummage around and find classified documents. And I've already screwed up my job as vice president. So look, there they are. Isn't that weird? No, I didn't take any. There'd be no reason to. Well, you did. And while rummaging, you found them. So apparently when this happened, and by the way, this happened on the 19th. Here we are on the 24th. Okay. Mike Pence told Congress he found classified documents in his Indiana home. He told them that today. This was last week. Documents with classified markings were discovered in former Vice President Mike Pence's home. According to his attorney, he then hired, check this out, folks. He then hired an outside attorney firm to come in and do the review and search of any documents that might be in there because he got apparently spooked. Oh, no. Oh, no. They're looking for classified documents. They're definitely going to come after me. Yes, Lisa, I definitely am. The generator is hooked up for the storm, 100% but I wouldn't be able to run it. I wouldn't be able to have internet off it, but I'm definitely doing that. Um, apparently, this is, Mike Pence was like, oh no, they're going to come after me too. And he hired an outside firm of attorneys to rummage around and look for stuff, look for any classified documents. And while rummaging, they found them. And when they found them, they handed them over to the National Archives immediately. Immediately, said Pence's lawyer. And then the FBI started getting involved. So my... Um, My question to you guys is, what is going on? Does it, this seems to me like this is a classic case of Donald Trump sitting back smiling, going, ah. Seems to me like Donald Trump knew all of this was going to happen. Folks, you have to see the forest for the trees here. It's not just white or black, okay? Uh, Bannon always tells you, focus on the signal, not the noise. Well, the noise is everything going on. What in the H-E double hockey sticks is the signal? Where's the noise coming from? Denise says, so Trump didn't know that Pence had these documents? That's, my, that's what I'm saying. Uh, that's what I'm saying. All of this is just so odd that outside of God shaking up the world and shaking up the corruption and shaking up the swamp, there's got to be something behind this. The signal has to be coming from somewhere. And I believe that signal is either coming from one of two places, something orchestrated by Donald Trump, and I cannot tell you in what capacity that is. Trust me, I have asked everybody that I can ask. I've talked to people in D.C. I've talked to people close to Trump. Nobody, nobody could give me any kind of even a, an opinion as to how Donald Trump would be behind this or has some kind of... Um, Ability to cap quarterback this whole thing, knowing it's going to happen. But that's one, op- that's one option. The only other option is that this is what I said in the very beginning. It sounds like to me that the deep state will kill any of their own to do anything to connect Donald Trump to the crimes that they kill their own for so that they can try to make him unqualified to run for president of the United States. Why are they so scared? I can tell you why they're so scared. Because they know that they are not going to be able to steal the election on a broad-based scale like they did in 2020 
again the same way. So there's only a few options for them. This is Hail Mary time for them. Outside of absolutely assassinating Donald Trump, which believe me, if they could and get away with it, they would. Outside of doing that, the only other thing they can hope for is to make it so that he is unqualified to even run a campaign for president of 2024. Now, it seems to me, even though he was a president, he has full right to do this, he had a hundred, he had far more right to declassify things and to that uh, and, and to all that stuff that he had than than the other two had. Um, and again, folks, that does take me back to another thing that we talked about earlier this week, too. And, and that is this. If these vice presidents did have the power to declassify, let's say that let's say that Obama's executive order of 2009 held water, right? And they did have the ability to declassify. Well, that would mean that if they are declassified, then that would mean that Hunter Biden having access to them wouldn't be a problem, right? Mike Pence's wife having access to them would not be a problem if they were declassified. So if they're declassified, That means there's no problem. However, there's a darn problem, isn't there? Because the FBI isn't raiding nothing. The FBI isn't um, taking records from homes for nothing. The DOJ isn't uh, putting out a special or or, or assigning a special prosecutor to Trump and a special prosecutor to Biden and more than likely a different special prosecutor to Mike Pence. They wouldn't be doing this for nothing, would they? Because I got to thinking about this. If these items or these da- these documents were absolutely and actually declassified, then no harm, no foul. I could look at them. Eli could look at them. You could look at them. Lacey could look at them. Cindy Lou Who could look at them. Lisa could look at them. Everybody could look at them if they're declassified, right? So what's what, why all the hubbub? What's going on? Folks, there's a lot more going on here, but uh, than more there's a lot more than meets the eye going on here and we need to get to the bottom of it and what we really need to do is we need to make sure that the people that can get to the bottom of it get to the bottom of it representative james comer representative matt gates even people like speaker kevin mccarthy all of these united republicans in congress they've got to do it so we've got to hold them accountable we've got to call our congressmen and women from our states I know it sucks. I know nobody nobody wants to do that. Nobody wants to pick up the phone, call these people, blah, blah, blah. I get it. Nobody wants to do that. But we have to do that. We have to, we have to do that. And again, that's uh, why I want to pull on the rumble chat here because I think this is a very important topic to discuss. Okay, this isn't Jeremy reporting. This is Jeremy having a conversation with the audience. Why? If everything is declassified, then why all the hubbub? Thank you, Mateo, for the $10. God bless you. Cloak and dagger stuff. Amen. Distraction away from Biden. I get that 100% too. I think all of this is a distraction. One big massive distraction against, I mean, away from Hunter Biden's laptop. I'll guarantee it. Because that laptop, all roads lead to Biden through that laptop. America's a laughing stock. Guys, this puts the ball right on top of Obama's head. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Going to say another good evening to all my friends. Angel girl, how you doing, girl? Just call him past tense pence. Oh, I like that. Patriot Donnie in the building. How you doing, my friend? I love you, brother. Nothing ever gets done in Washington State except corrupt people. Well, that's true. That's true. That is why they call it the swamp after all. But again, all roads lead to Obama. And you know what? Osborne, uh, Osborne H. said something. She said, my question is who's next? Oh, 100%. Who is next? Somebody's next. They're going to keep doing this. 
I, I believe that all of this document stuff is just fodder. None of it's going to amount to anything. Uh, they're not going to bar Donald Trump from uh, running for president. They're not going to be able to do that. Um, if it is really declassified, if it's really declassified, then the whole world would be able to see it. If it's really declassified, the FBI wouldn't be throwing a big fit about it. If it's really declassified stuff from vice presidents, they have the ability to do this, then there would be no problem whatsoever. So I really believe that this is a distraction away from the Hunter Biden investigation, which leads to Joe Biden, which leads to Barack Hussein Obama, which leads to massive, massive criminal charges when the, when the Republicans finally do take over and all these investigations come to a head. Bongino report today tells a lot. I did not see the Bongino report. I don't get the luxury of watching anything anymore, unfortunately. I don't even get to watch my favorite show, War Room. I haven't watched the War Room. Eli, how long has it been since you've seen me see, watch TV in a day? Months? Months. I don't get to see anything. I don't get to see X-22 I used to watch. I don't get to see the War Room I used to watch. I don't get to see the Bongino Report that I used to watch. Half the people that I did watch, I don't watch anymore because I found out they were Trump-hating rhinos. All I do is research and report, research and report, research and report, live, 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 and then dad and husband. That's all I do. All roads lead to Obama. Now, I want to, before we take a commercial break here, or I mean, uh, a break to take any classified document. To, to highlight one of our sponsors, I want to go to something that Steve Bannon said. Now, remember, we talked about this earlier. And this was on, I believe this was on, I don't know if this was on Bannon's morning show or if this was on his afternoon show. I don't know where, where this was, uh, but I did see a clip of it and I was watching it. It's 13, 13 minutes. I'm not going to play that much of it. I'm going to play you a small portion of it. But it 100% touched on everything that we talked about earlier with tying Hunter Biden to this, tying Hunter Biden. Again, I don't give a flying crap about the, the classified documents. All that is the noise. The signal is the investigations into the Biden crime family. The Biden crime family is what we've got to focus on here, folks. And, and, it's, and again, it's not just the Biden crime family. It's the Biden crime family that leads to Obama, that leads to the destabilization of Ukraine, that leads to the destruction of the dollar, the devaluing of things. It leads to the open border. It leads to the invasion. It leads to all of it. Everything that you and I are experiencing, this investigation into the Bidens is our open door. It is our open door to all of it. They know that. And that is why they're trying to get rid of this guy and anybody around by pulling everybody else into the, into the fray, right? Biden did it, but look, so did Pence. So did Trump. I'll guarantee you every president, if you go and search every president that's ever been alive, they've got the same thing. None of it is wrong. None of it is illegal if that 2009 EO holds water. So then why all the hubbub, Right? It's just to muddy the waters and bring as many people as they can in all of this. Because this Biden crime family has been going on a hell of a lot longer than Obama's been around. He's just the head of it. The Biden crime family goes back decades and decades. And that leads to all the corruption. The corruption throughout the Senate. The corruption in Delaware. The corruption everywhere that Biden has ever been. Remember what Trump said. Everything Biden touches turns to... You know it, folks. Now, I want to play this clip from Bannon real quick because he hit the nail on the head here. And let's go. How big a deal? Tucker's going to have more on it tonight. Uh, we're going to have some more. We're going to have Rudy on tomorrow to go through details of it. This 22-point memo. And if you've, if you've gotten into the laptop from hell, most of it is Hunter setting up 
you know, with with these business guys, arrangements, the mathematics and back of very short or about the girls or the drugs or whatever. Uh, this is so outside of that. It's long. It's detailed. Quite frankly, it is stuff you go, wow, I didn't know that. And that means this this clearly came from a, a classified briefing. I just want to make sure, Mike, because the audience holds you in su- such high regard. If And this should be where her is all over. This is all he should be doing today. If you can prove that this came off of classified briefings or classified material that Biden had was briefed on prior to his trip as vice president to Ukraine, and that Hunter Biden looked at that, saw it, or was debriefed on it somehow and put that in that memo, is uh, how serious an offense is that, Mike Davis? Well, it, well President Biden would have to resign. If, if, that, if they can prove this, if you can link the stolen classified documents to uh, this document and lining the Biden's pockets, making millions of dollars off of their uh, stolen classified intel on Ukraine, he, he'd have to resign. This is this is what gets uh, much less than this gets sent people gets people sent to prison. There was a woman who was just sent to prison for merely uh, she was she was working for the military in Hawaii and she took classified documents from. Uh, her office to her home. There was no evidence that she misused the documents, that she just transported them. The Biden Justice Department had her put in prison. So if you're going to put someone in prison for just transporting documents from your office to your home, no evidence of misuse, what's the crime? What's the espionage crime if you're stealing classified documents and using it to make millions of dollars? Boom. What is the crime? What is the crime? You ask me, the crime should be prison for life, for the rest of your life. But again, it all comes down to what was classified, what wasn't, what was declassified, what wasn't. Again, all fodder. And I understand what these guys are saying. You don't want to stop uh, tying Hunter Biden to this because Hunter Biden has no ability to look. You know, and, and some, by the way, some information can be declassified and downgraded. Not meaning, not meaning completely de- uh, declassified so that everybody and their brother can read it but declassified in the way of downgrading the classification, the security clearance on those documents. So let's say it went from, you know, Matt, you know, super classified to, you know, just secret information or, you know what I mean? There's levels of it. So we don't know any of this. We don't know if there's any of this was done. We don't know if there's any record of this. We don't know anything, which is why I say this is all noise. We've got to continue to have the House of Representatives dig deep into that Hunter Biden laptop, dig deep into the southern border, which they're getting all of the proof and information they need from Ben Berkwam. Amen. Ben Berkwam's getting them everything, everything. You know what I was thinking? Maybe just maybe if Biden and uh, Mike Pence, maybe if they had something like home title lock, maybe maybe if they had home title lock. They'd have been able to lock up these documents in their home and nobody ever. No, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. Uh, But anyway, folks, uh, if the document that I showed you about Home Title Lock, if that was real, those documents that I showed you yesterday and that I showed you when Home Title Lock first started uh, sponsoring the show, if those were real, my house would be gone. My house would be gone and I wouldn't be here today doing this. The deed to our homes is the only document, the only document that proves that we own it. That's it. The problem is the deeds to our homes are all digitized and they're all online. A criminal can find, forge a signature, and refile as the new owner of your home in literally 10 minutes. 
You don't know anything until the collection notices start showing up in loans that you never took out. Homeowners insurance does not cover, and you um, and neither does common theft programs. Home title lock is your peace of mind, peace, peace, that the deed to your home is protected. So go to hometitlelock.com slash LFA. Use the promo code LFA, and then enter your address for a no-obligation home title scan to see if you're already a victim. That's $100 value, completely free. Go to hometitlelock.com slash LFA today. Then maybe you can have classified documents in your home without getting them stolen. I'm moving on. Uh, er So earlier today, we were talking about Bannon. Uh, earlier today, Bannon said what I've been saying forever about Lindsey Graham, and not to say that Bannon said it because I said it. I, <laughs> that's not true at all. But what I'm saying is there's certain people in this business who will say what needs to be said. There's certain people in this business who are at the tip of the spear. This audience, the LFA audience, boom, they are all at the tip of the spear. And by the way, everybody go follow Patriot Donnie on Telegram, by the way, Okay. All of you guys are at the tip of the spear. But there's certain people that understand things that the, maybe that other people don't understand or that people like maybe Newsmax, OAN, maybe they won't say what we say here. And what I'm talking about is Lindsey Graham. So since we're talking about classified documents and all this other stuff, Lindsey Graham decided that he was going to stick his, uh, you know, whatever way the wind blows head into the mix here. You know, because it's very important that we know what Lindsey Graham thinks about classified documents, right? I want to play this video only because I want to play the next video after, and then I want to touch on this. So uh, C-SPAN video of flimsy Lindsey Graham. Let's go. Uh, you got Trump. You got Pence. You got Biden. The only thing I think you'll find at my house is a bunch of Chick-fil-A bags on the floor. Uh, the bottom line is I don't, I don't know how this happened. We need to get to the bottom of it. I don't believe for a minute that Mike Pence is trying to intentionally compromise, compromise national security. I think that about Biden and Trump, but clearly we've got a problem here. So hopefully when this is all said and done, maybe we're overclassifying things. That may be part of the problem. But count me in for getting this fixed. Count me in for getting this fixed. I know very well. I'm sure he'll stand up and be the first to say if I had classified information in my house uh, to explain why. I think he's one of the most decent people I've ever met. And so what became a political problem, um, you know, for Republicans is now a national security problem for the country. Thanks. Look at that. I've uh, known the vice Trump, president for a Pence, long time. Okay, Biden. okay. I've known, I've known him for a long time. He's an incredible person. Oh, yeah, Lindsay, we know all about you and Joe Biden. We know all about your relationship with Joe Biden. It makes me want to absolutely puke. Hold on a minute. Oh, excuse me. I feel better now. We get it, Lindsay. We get it. You love Joe Biden. You've got a love affair with this guy. I love what somebody said in the comment thread. They said Lindsay scam instead of Lindsey Graham. Uh, folks, <laughs> Lindsey Graham, first of all, he says uh, he doesn't think that Biden has, uh, the reason that Biden took these is for anything sinister. I actually have this uh, audio clip. Hold Trump, on. I mean, why did you do it? What were in the documents? How were they held? Who had access to them? Um, let me just say this. I've known President Biden for a long time. I don't think there's, I'd be shocked if there's anything sinister here. Uh, I'd be shocked if there's anything sinister here. I've known Biden for a long time. I would be shocked, he said, 
if there's anything sinister here. Well, do you not do you not agree with your brothers and sisters in the House of Representatives? Do you not agree with Kevin McCarthy? Do you not agree with James Comer? Do you not agree with Matt Gates? Do you not agree with Elise Stefanik, Steve Scalise? Do you not agree with any of these people, Matt, uh, uh, Paul Gosar, uh, Chip Roy? Do you not agree with them that they know and they have the intel on all this Biden crime family and they're telling the world about it? Oh, but he's the greatest guy. Look, if Lindsey Graham, if his idea of a, of a great guy is Joe Biden, of a guy who's not doing anything sinister, then Lindsey Graham is a very bad judge of character, folks. I could say a lot worse about Lindsey Graham, but Lindsey, Lindsey Graham must be a, uh, a bad, bad judge of character. And, I mean, frankly, do we have the loser thing? Hold on. I'm a loser. There it is. And I'm not what I appear to be. Look, Lindsey Graham's a loser, and if that's the case, uh, I don't want your... Um, your, your, your judge of character is really, 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 really bad. But he said something there that kind of made sense. He said, how are these documents held? Who had access to them? Do you remember what they did at Mar-a-Lago, folks? Do you remember when they, they uh, made it look like Donald Trump? This is how, folks, this is how disgusting they are. Think about how far ahead they think, okay? You guys always talk about how Donald Trump is a 4D chess player. Well, so is the federal government. Do you remember when Chuck Schumer said, if you screw over the intelligence community, they have like 30 different ways to get back at you, and believe me, they will? These people, they, they topple governments, folks, for a living. This is what they do. They understand how to disrupt and destroy, and they set this stuff up for months, sometimes years. Now let's go to Mar-a-Lago, okay? We go to Mar-a-Lago on the day that the FBI raids Donald J. Trump's house. Do you remember the pictures does anybody, by the way, please share. We've not even hit 4,000 on this Rumble chat. Let's share this up. Let's get it out there, folks. And I know some of you have not liked this video. Share it to five platforms immediately. Do you remember, though, the pictures they took of all the classified documents just strewn all over the floor? That's not how they found them. That is how they found them with Joe Biden. Just piled on the floor next to a Corvette in a dirty garage. See what I'm saying? They knew they were going to find classified documents with Biden. They didn't care. It's time to throw this guy under the bus. He's a liability because all roads lead to, through him to Obama. So what do they do? They bring uh, Mike Pence into the mix. Well, he was a vice president too. He's got classified documents too. Again, if, if, if Obama's EO of 2009 holds water, what does it matter, right? So they muddied the water with that. And they threw those pictures all over Donald Trump's office and took pictures of them to make you believe that when they went and found the ones that they knew were in the Biden Penn Center and on the garage, filthily on the garage, sitting there unattended to, not secure whatsoever, they knew that they would be able to tie it all together and try to go after Donald Trump. That's how sick these people are. That's not how they were at Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago home, by the way. They were locked up, folks. They took those documents out of a secure area where they knew where they were because they were just visiting Donald Trump with the National Archives Agency months prior and knew every document that was there and even gave suggestions on how to keep it secure. So they knew they were there. They did that because they knew they were going to do this and they wanted to tie it all together. It's so easy to see. Well, hindsight, you know, hindsight always is twenty twenty. I don't think he was going to do anything sinister. What? Have you seen his family? Have you seen what he did to his granddaughter? Have you seen what he's done to his sons? Have you seen the partnerships with the CCP? Have you seen the money and the laundering that's going on in Ukraine with these people that even Donald Trump acknowledges happens? 
Wow, Lindsey Graham. Everybody that goes to that South Carolina rally, boo Lindsey Graham at the loudest. Boo Lindsey Graham the loudest you possibly can. We're going to travel to South Dakota. This show's called Live from America for a reason. We're all over the place. Let's go to South Dakota as Governor Kristi Noem says her cell phone was hacked and she blames the January 6th committee and calls for an attorney general investigation. Uh, yeah. Yeah. If her cell phone was hacked, 100%. And if her cell phone was hacked, then it was 100% the January 6th committee that is responsible for it because they leaked everybody's information out when they were, um, if you want to talk about mishandling evidence and mishandling proof and mishandling documents, the January 6th panel definitely did that. They inadvertently leaked out the social security numbers of almost 2,000 Republican officials and family members. Remember that? This included Texas Governor Greg Abbott and South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem. They weren't even warned of the release until after it happened. That's when they found out. At least no one could say that the January 6th committee didn't have an impact. Greg Abbott, Kristi Noem, Henry McMaster, and their families will have to guard against identity theft for the rest of their natural-born lives thanks to the January 6th committee's work in exposing their social security numbers. How many numbers got exposed? Almost 2,000. Almost 2,000. And this is according to the Washington Post, which came from the White House visitor logs supplied to the committee. And the J6 committee failed to redact those um, from a spreadsheet released to the public as part of its final report on the riot. Yeah, okay, they failed to, right? Yeah, no, they did that on purpose. Absolutely sick and absolutely disgusting, and I hope Governor Kristi Noem uh, holds them accountable, takes them to court, and actually files charges against Liz Cheney, Adam Schiff, Jamie Raskin, uh, Benny Thompson, Nancy Pelosi, and all the other scumbags that resided on that January 6th committee. We've got 1,140 rumbles. We're looking for 1,400. Let's keep it moving, folks. And let's travel from South Dakota out to Arizona. I promised you that we would come out and touch on Arizona. The, the, the other- Real quick, hold on, hold on. Folks, check this out. A recent Arizona presentation, which I'm so glad came out before uh, Kerry Lake's court dates, shows that Hundreds of tabulators failed in Maricopa County on Election Day. Hundreds of tabulators. They have the proof of this, right? Again, I know proof doesn't amount to a lot these days. But hundreds of tabulators in Maricopa County misread a quarter of a million ballots. A quarter of a million ballots. And Carrie Lake says more, more evidence to come. Folks, they're gearing up. They, I don't think that they actually thought they were going to win that last court case. I thought they were, uh, but they're really putting a lot into this one. So do we have this? There it is. Okay, let's pull up this video um, about this presentation. That's it right there. Here we go. The area I want to cover is the tabulator machines. We received just a few weeks ago, January of 2023, the system log files from the tabulators that were used in Maricopa County on election day, along with the redacted CVR records. Through an analysis, we were able to determine that a quarter of a million ballot feeds misread by those tabulators. There are approximately two tabulators in every polling center, which means there were 446 tabulators 
with a quarter of a million voter attempt failures. Wow. Again, more evidence. And, and, and again, a lot of people are going, okay, what are we going to do with this information? Well, I'm, I'm reporting this to you because Carrie is using this information and she said more evidence to come for a court date. So I just wanted to give you that information. I know a lot of people want me to do something with that information, you know, like go save the day, uh, but I can't do that. So anyway, let's go touch on another sponsor real quick here because uh, again, these sponsors are very important, folks. And without these sponsors, it would be very, very difficult. We would, we would, we would definitely have to streamline. I definitely wouldn't be able to do as much as we're doing. And I don't even know if we'd be able to operate at full capacity. Um, so you guys cover about 65% of the income that we need here. And uh, the sponsors help out with the other 35%. And that's CB Distillery, folks. Listen, listen I want to scroll through some of this stuff. CBD for relief. CBD for relaxation. CBD for sleep. CBD for recovery, CBD for focus and concentration. How many of you buy any medicines that help you with relaxation, recovery, sleep, focus, concentration, energy, any of that? Headaches, pain. When I say relief, I mean migraines, pain relief. How many of you buy pharmaceutical, you know, Advil, Tylenol, anything like that. How many of you guys buy all these things to help you uh, get better or, or, or help with relief? Well, what CBD does is, is it doesn't wait until there's a problem. It solves the problem before it happens. It's one of those, it's a natural thing that the pharmaceutical companies hate. And I always wondered, if the pharmaceutical companies spend so much money fighting CBD, and CBD is such a great industry, then why doesn't the pharmaceutical companies just sell CBD? I don't know why. Very good question. But ladies and gentlemen, here's all the different things. If you go to cbdistillery.com, look at all this stuff. Whether it's sleep synergy, whether you, you want a small amount of THC in it or you don't, raw synergy, stuff for a daily, uh, daily energy, stuff to help you wind down at night. The list goes on and on and on and on. Tinctures, everything. So ladies and gentlemen, please go to cbdistillery.com. If you need to consult with anybody, if something scares you about it and you want to consult with somebody, please do so because any way that we can uh, find relief for ourselves and put a dent in the pharmaceutical company at the same time, that, ladies and gentlemen, is killing two birds with one stone. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't really have time to go back and forth to the chat tonight. Uh, I'll pop it up here real quick, but I've got a lot of stories to get through, and I want to make sure we get through them, but I don't want you guys to think that I'm forgetting about you either. Uh, Script says, my CBD comes from my dispensary. Wonder if this is different. We use the Angel brand CBD because they are stronger. Well, there are strong ones at, at CB Distillery, too. There's extra strength ones there for sure. Um, love my CBD, says Bobby Driver. Smoke every day and my health's better. So I'm, I'm assuming you're saying you smoke weed every day and not CBD. Maybe you smoke CBD because you can do that as well. Um, so anyway, ladies and gentlemen, CBD is, is pretty wonderful. And um, <laughs> Salty says, we don't want Big Pharma taking over CBD. No, I don't either. Uh, pain relief sticks. Yeah, those things are awesome. Eli likes those too. All right, moving on. We got to go to the White House press secretary briefing room because what you're about to hear is the same thing that you, you want to talk about fake news, folks. You're about to see and hear fake news. You're about to hear an African journalist, an African journalist, shift all over our Second Amendment 
by asking a question to Mean Gene Kareem Pierre, and I think it was a plant. I, I got to be honest with you, because everybody else in the in that uh, from the White House press corps is asking about stolen documents and classified documents, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this African uh, journalist uh, talks about how the only people in the world that die by gun are Americans. Nobody else does unless you're in war. Listen to this crap. Uh, we have spoke uh, like between me and some friends that uh, in this country, and this I'm, I'm making this point because because we need to remind people that America is the only country on earth that people die by gun without even being on in war. Because I'm giving this example because in Africa there is countries in of in war, but people doesn't even have access to gun. It's very hard because the government and everybody is very conscious that the guns can cause a lot of destruction. But in this country, it's very normal for everybody to have access to guns, and this needs to be controlled. Uh, we have spoken. <laughs> hold on, hold like, on. Why is it that only people that die by gun are Americans? Coming from an African journalist where there's literal genocide there by gun. From Muslim militias, Christian militias, all kinds of militias. People are getting shot down and killed in Africa all the time. Where do you think that the Middle East region resides in a lot of part? You don't think that there's gun violence anywhere else but the United States of America? Talk about fake news. Uh, I went to find something from you called Christian Genocide Unfolding in Africa. Let's go there now. Unfolding. Believable how, how much these people lie and say things just to create a narrative. Nigeria's army recently released this poster of its top 100 terror targets. Among them, oh. Africa's most wanted whoa, man, whoa. Abu Bakr Shekau. Hold up, pause head. it. Hold on. What do you see? Folks, what do you see there? That's in Africa. She said it is, that reporter or that journalist said it is virtually impossible for people to get their hands on guns. Virtually impossible for people to get their hands on those things that they're holding. I don't think those are popsicles, folks. Those look like guns to me. What is she talking about? And of course, the the garbage pail kid of the White House is like, mm, yeah, oh yeah, no, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Only Americans die from guns. Of the Islamic terror group Boko Haram. This person has been unsettling not just really northern Nigeria, but an entire region. In video obtained by a Nigerian newspaper, the Boko Haram leader, surrounded by bodyguards, boasts he will never get caught. Never. Because he's doing Allah's work. Oh, look at the gun. Shakao adds the oh, war in gun, Nigeria gun, will continue gun, even after gun. him. <laughs> I think uh, if he's not put under control by the Nigerian government, guns, this could guns. certainly tip over into into a caliphate-type <laughs> idea like we saw with All right. ISIS. All right, we don't need to keep this going. I've made my point. Guns, 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 and more guns. Probably more guns than are in America. I don't know. Long story short, what in the hell are you talking about? You are an upside-down mop. Flip back right side up and start cleaning the White House because you clearly cannot uh, tell the truth at the White House. We'll call it that. Unbelievable. America's the only place where people die by gun. Meanwhile, brrr, die, you white cracker. <laughs> I don't get it. Uh, question of the night. Will Biden start war with Russia in order to distract you even further 
from the Biden crime family investigations? That's the question of the night. Answer, probably. Joe Biden considers sending a significant number of Abrams M1 tanks to Ukraine despite the Russian threats of nuclear war. So they don't care that Putin said, hey, you send tanks, you send any kind of artillery in any way, shape, or form, then you are literally getting ready for a a nuclear war. Biden says, come on, man, this isn't a joke. Send in the M1 tanks. Send those U.S. Abrams M1 tanks over to, to Ukraine, man. Come on, this ain't a joke. It's no joke, man. I'm serious. What better way to change the subject from classified document scandal than nuclear war with Russia? Why not send them a crap load of tanks, piss off Putin even more? And now Lindsey Graham wants to, these same idiots, the ones that he loves so much, to start war with Russia. What a psycho. He says this on Twitter. I am urging the Biden administration to meet President Zelensky's request for modern Western tanks. The goal is quite simple. Defeat the Russians in Ukraine sooner rather than later. Tanks would change the tide of the battle. Do you remember who was in Ukraine before President Trump was there? Remember who was there? Lindsey Graham, remember? And John McCain. And they were there trying to start all this. Remember I said this has all been planned. This was all supposed to happen in 2016 when Hillary took over. That pissed off Lindsey Graham. And now Lindsey Graham is right back at it. The video that I showed you guys earlier, a video uh, of, uh, of Lindsey Graham, we still have that video? Take any classified documents. Nope, that's not the one. Is that the one? We have a, the video that I showed you earlier. Oh, there it is. There it is. Let's pop this back up on the screen, shall we? Let's just pop, no, just this, just the still. Do you guys notice what he's wearing right here? Well, that is a, an American pin and a Ukrainian pin. An American pin and a Ukrainian pin. And Donald Trump, Trump is bringing up this loser on stage in South Carolina? Are you absolutely kidding me? He's the one that's telling the Biden administration to send these tanks. Unbelievable. Now, there's two stories that I've been wanting to get to, and we're just not going to have the time. I guess I'll bring them over for tomorrow. And the two of them are ranked choice voting in Missouri. We've got to talk about it. We talked about it before. It's happening, folks. We've got to get ahead of it right now. They're going to implement ranked choice voting in Missouri sooner or later. Stop, stop, stop. The show me state must show me how we can stop this. Make sure that you pass that information along. The other story, California wants to start taxing those who fled for red. Those who left California because they could not take California anymore and fled for red. California wants to tax those people and any company that leaves California because they don't want to, I don't know, be taxed to death. That's another big story. We're also going to be talking about abolishing the tax code because the GOP in the House wants to do that. They want to abolish the ATF. They want to abolish the tax code. Both of those things are very important, and we're going to carry those over until tomorrow because i got to get to these last two stories. And I know that usually I have way too many stories for a show. I get it. That's why we're not going to cover those tonight. And before we get to this last sponsor... Crowder versus the Daily Wire. How many of you have watched this absolute travesty unfold? Now, you've not heard me talk about it. Because I'm not going to get caught up in 12-year-old immature bullshit, if you know what I'm saying. I think the entire thing is absolutely stupid. Crowder's in the wrong, and the Daily Wire is in the wrong. 
Both of them are in the wrong because right, I understand if there's a problem here, I get it. If you want to do it to show who's right or wrong, I get it. But guess what? It's all about timing. And their timing couldn't be more selfish, ridiculous, and stupid. Worst timing of all. To air your dirty laundry about who's getting paid millions of dollars and who isn't. In a time like right now, when we need all players on the field, if you know what I'm saying. I don't care how big of an audience Steven Crowder has. I don't care how big of an audience Daily Wire has. Both of you look absolutely stupid and you're pissing off the rest of us. How about that? What are you guys doing? Fighting over $50 million contracts? Nothing in the world made me more mad this last two weeks than this crap going on with Steven Crowder and the Daily Wire. Stop airing your dirty laundry now. We need everybody united on the battlefield. We're getting ready to save the world, and you guys are fighting over $50 million contracts. Are you absolutely out of your mind, stupid? Nothing in this world made me more mad than that this last two weeks. Well, you know, your contracts suck. Okay, it wasn't a contract for you to sign and make you sign it. Who cares? It was their offer. You didn't like it? Peace out. Go do it on your own like I'm doing it. Who cares about a $50 million contract? Shut the hell up. You didn't like the contract? Big deal. Don't take it. Go somewhere else. And you, Daily Wire, stop putting everybody's dirty laundry out there about and, 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 and talking about how much money that, the, that it was for. Well, he said this. Well, he said this. Well, I taped him saying this. Shut the hell up. You're all losers. How about that? All of you are losers. You're making us look stupid. You're making yourselves look stupid. How dare you? You're like the top two in conservative media, and you want to do this? Again, I don't care. LFA TV is going wild. But I will play something here for you from Candace Owens, because I think Candace Owens actually hit the nail on the head here. Now, obviously... Why are you mad about them, Lisa? I'll tell you why. Because 90% of conservatives right now are tied up in this crap. There's literal polls everywhere right now. Whose side are you on? Team Crowder or Team Daily Wire? Team uh, Steven or Team Jeremy or Team Shapiro? Team nobody. How about that? Team God. That's why. Because everywhere I look right now, conservatives are tied up in this crap. Talk about distraction. Victoria, it is important. It is important. I am giving it airtime. I'm giving it airtime because 50% of the people that are watching this right now are falling into it. Like it's the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. And Candace Owens, she hit the nail on the head here with this. I got to give it to her. And then I'm out on this. And I'll never talk about it again. That's why you haven't seen me give it any airtime. If I give it four minutes, then I give it four minutes. But it needs to be said because this will never happen at LFA TV. While, they're wor- while people are worried, like Candace says, about putting bacon and eggs on the table, these guys are fighting over $50 million contracts? How about you get the truth out there and shut up? How about that? And the reason why I'm talking about it for all those who go, why are you giving it airtime? Just check your social media and you'll understand what I'm talking about. At the end of the day, I think what happened, this is my completely my opinion, by the way, so I'm not blinking twice, I'm not under duress, is that Stephen Crowder became a free agent and he's feeling a little vulnerable right now. 
right? He's used to working for other organizations. He has some guaranteed pay. And he thought that Daily Wire were actually going to meet him at $120 million. They didn't. They declined. And he's still feeling a little shaky on that. It's, it's scary to go out on your own. I thought about it. I thought I'm going, going out on my own. It's a lot of work. Maybe down the line I will. But it's a scary thing to go out, to step out on your own and say, I'm going to do this thing completely by myself. As Jeremy pointed out, Steve has not done that before, right? And so to do this, he pulled a move in which he was going to try to take a bunch of people that were subscribed to The Daily Wire and start his own company. So essentially saying, I'm the hero. I'm the martyr. Follow me because I'm not like those guys. And then he was going to start his own shop. And that's what he's trying to do. And some people fell for it and said, I'm with you to the end. I'm a I'm, I'm mug club till I die. And didn't understand that really nothing happened here other than nobody wanted to pay Steven Crowder $120 million. So he turned to his viewers who he thinks are stupid, stupid enough at least not to understand how business negotiations work, right? Like this is like normal, you kick it back and forth. And they were gonna make up for his loss. So people that are upset by his video, the million of millions of people who watched it are now going to give him a dollar, whatever it, it costs to be in the mug club. And they're gonna become the $120 million that he feels that he deserves. First of all, I'm just gonna say this, unrelatable. Unrelatable. People are trying to pay for bacon and eggs right now at the grocery store, trying to buy a steak once a week. And you're over here crying because somebody couldn't meet you at $120 million. And it is crying. I don't like it. It was a total bitch move. There are plenty of things that happen across all organizations in the conservative movement where I will say that I empathize and with Steven Crowder and saying that sometimes you feel like a cynic, which is like, is everybody selling out? Are people doing this, people doing that? There are a lot of things that Daily Wire has done that I disagree with. There's a lot of things that Turning Point has done that I disagree with. Uh, there are things perhaps that PragerU has done that I disagree with. I have worked with all of these companies, right? But to do a total bitch move and go out to the public rather than trying to resolve these things and these, and these slight differences behind the scenes and to make it seem like you're the hero and you're the true one and you keep it authentic when something... All right, all right. Again, I don't really care about Candace Owens as far as a professional career goes. Don't really follow her. Definitely don't like Ben Shapiro after he's, you know, I found out how much of a Trump hater he was. Definitely don't care about Steven Crowder. Don't watch his show anyway. I care about what they do to the movement. And all I see is what we should be focused on is, you know, fighting the bad and the evil. And this happens. So this is the last time you'll see me talking about it. But I'll tell you this right now. It wasn't a contract for him to sign. It was a contract negotiation starter kit. Okay? And if somebody else wants to sign that contract, it's not up to Steven Crowder to tell them whether they do or whether they don't. Who gives a crap? How about no contracts? You know what we don't have here at LFA? Contracts. You want to know why? Because we have integrity. And if you got integrity, then you don't need contracts. I don't care what anybody says. All of it is stupid. And you're making everybody fall into this when they should be on the battlefield. Trust me, I've seen thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people who are normally fighting the good fight, fighting about this. And it needs to stop. Both of you, cut it out. Act your age. Anyway, folks, I have a lot more to get through, but that's going to be about it today. That's going to be it. I'm, I'm, I'm exhausted. I'm burnt out today, and I just got done screaming. And, of course, I didn't plan on screaming because it's not really that big of an issue when it comes to the grand scheme of things, but it is an issue in our movement, and it needed to be said, and it needed to be dealt with. I've got hundreds of people saying, how come you're not talking about this? And I say, because it's not important, and they say, because it is important. It's a conservative movement. We all need to be together, blickety-blah. So there it is, my five minutes talking about it, and I will never, ever, ever talk about it again. Those two can eat 
each other up all their lives. They can beat each other up with contracts. Meanwhile, we'll be over here telling the news. How about that? I, uh, Trump coming to New Hampshire. I heard that right before I got on the show as well. Sorry, hope, I hope I didn't upset you, Jeremy. No, you didn't upset me, not at all. I was upset because of them. could never be upset at you guys. Anyway, folks, that's going to do it for Live from America. God bless you and thank you all very much. Uh, please make sure you visit JeremyHarrell.com. Uh, that's where you get everything LFA. And please also visit LFATV.us. And if you need to, or uh, if you haven't yet, please download the LFA TV app so you can take us with you wherever you go. All right? So God bless you guys. Thank you all very, very, very much. Uh, hold on a second. I want to read this real quick. Also, I just want to point out, it's Jeremy's show and he can address whatever he chooses to on his show. Those saying it's all BS are just being rude. Well, thank you for that. Like I said, when you get your show, I'll watch yours. Oh, anyway, I don't want to leave on a somber note. So let me just tell you this. God bless each and every, every one of you. May God protect your families. May God show you all the love and mercy that that, that he could possibly show you. Uh, accept his love and mercy as a free gift. And make sure, ladies and gentlemen, as always, you pray, pray, pray. Because there are right ways and there are wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out and keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God. And no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I love you guys all, and I will see you tomorrow morning. You know, sometimes I got to let off a little steam, which I just did. And until then, folks, keep a smile on your face. Keep your families close. Keep spreading the gospel. God bless. Peace. Stop screaming that we first in America